The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Sarris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. (laughs) So if you tuned in last week, Jill uh, stopped herself because we have an episode that's sort of a companion episode for last week. So last week we talked about drinking that 100 100 ounce of water a day recommendation, reaching that and how daunting that can be. So this actually is sort of a companion piece to that. And again, FAQ. So if you have a question for next time, it's 773-789-8763. But we're just going to dive right into this. So what what is this topic that we're talking about? Okay. Today? Yeah, this is so common. Jill, my God, I'm up all night. I, I'm peeing all night long. I'm drinking so much water. What am I supposed to do? Very common. So... We know that we're not drinking at night when we're sleeping. Of course, I mean, you know, so our kidneys, our urine is going to be more saturated with crystals for sure. But here's how I balance all this out. So I will tell my patients to actively cut their water, cut their active water drinking a couple hours before bed. So here's what I do. I like to just say what I do. I drink all day long. I drink, and and last week's episode was about drinking 100 ounces a day. And I probably drink, for five foot two, little little lady, I probably drink about 80 to 90. I drink a lot of water. Also, I'm, I have a long day, meaning I'm up at five, typically. I don't go to bed till 1030. So, I, you know, and I work from home. So, and I'm talking to people who have had the worst case scenarios with kidney stones. So I do not want them. And my family has them. So I am, I am adamant about drinking enough water and how much water is different for everybody. So, but I cut my water off, say at eight o'clock. So I'm not, you know, I don't have my, I have a cup next to me, but I'll do little petite dainty it's the only time i'm petite or dainty in my life is drinking a little bit of water before bed i do do little sips little sips i don't probably have more than a cup from eight to ten so you need to do what works for you but what i hear is people are 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 getting up seven times a night now i get up naturally because i'm older i'm 60 And I do drink throughout the day a lot. So I'm getting up two to three times a night to go to the bathroom. And I'm doing the whole, you can't see me if you're listening on audio, but I do the whole thing where I'm feeling the wall, have my eyes closed so I don't, you know, get light in my eye. I'm waiting to break a hip doing that. So I do that and thank God I can fall right back asleep because I wear myself out along with you guys all day long. So... I, so that works for me. I don't, I'm not exhausted when I wake up. I'm filled with energy. It's, I go right back to bed. But for those of you who have a hard time getting back to bed, here's the issue. I'm saying cut off the water a bit before you, you go to bed because you're not. if you're exhausted the next day, you're not going to make good lifestyle choices. 
you're not. You're not going to drink. You're not going to exercise. You're going to eat crappy, carby foods, sugar, salt, crunchy, if you're like me. You're not going to have a stellar uh, diet that day because you're, you're looking for comfort. So it, it's super important that no one ever, you know, I say this all the time, but no one's ever grabbing, you know, let me get some quinoa and, 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 and some kale. And when you're crabby and no, you want muffins and danishes and cookies and cake. That's what happens when you're tired. You want to pick yourself up real quick and you're going to fall right back down. So cut your walk, cut active really guzzling and active water drinking up a couple hours before bed or whatever suits you so you're not up all night and then tired the next day. If you're like me and can fall right back asleep, then continue getting up a few times a night. That's fine. It doesn't bother me. But for many of you, it will. And again, are you drinking too much water? I'll see urine outputs on the urine analysis call where people are peeing out six liters of fluid. Because they're so petrified of making a kidney stone. You do not need to pee that much, folks. And these folks are also not eating enough food because they're so full. And they are getting no sleep. Nobody has to drink so much fluids that they're peeing out six liters. We want you to pee out two and a half to three liters a day. If you don't make your goal, get up the next day and get right back to it. Don't worry about anything. But... If you're getting up too much at night, slow your roll a little before getting going to bed. If you're fine with getting up a couple times a night to two to three times a night like I am and you're filled up with vim and vigor the next day like I am, don't worry about it. But you can have your sips before bed. But nobody should be exhausted simply because they're drinking so much water they can't sleep all night. Please don't do that. And one little thing. If you get up in the middle of the night and can't get back to bed because of stress, please seek out help to get the stress taken care of. I've, I've spent, you know, back and forth with my illness stuff. If I have CTs coming up or, you know, things are going on, it can, you get up. There's not always, most of the time I have no problem going back to bed. But if I have particular stressors uh, bothering me, it can be very hard to get back to bed. But I am very, very good now, post-cancer. I've learned my lesson on taking care of myself, cupping, acupuncture. I have therapy a couple times a month. Um, I'm, I do a lot of physical activity to manage my stress, deep breathing. So if you're having a hard time, what is this about kidney stones, Jill? Why are you bringing it up? I'm bringing it up because of what I hear all day. Everybody here, whether you have kidney stones or not, should be managing stress. Because on the flip side, how people tend to manage stress is overeating. And that's why we have the group calls, the group coaching calls with Jill. Go to kidneystonediet.com. We talk about what is causing you to eat like crap every day. And if you bring it to a safe, supportive, loving group, like we all are with each other, like a family, then you can get things taken care of and feel a lot better and also see that you're not alone. Some of the things you're thinking about up here, we're all thinking about. But then also some things are really tricky and you need a therapist to help figure, figure out. Some, some people will need medication. There's all kinds of things going on. But the reason I always bring up stress, um, definitely with my private people and my group, coping, my group coaching calls, is because that affects our lifestyle. If you're really stressed because you have a boss that's an ass or 
maybe you're living with somebody you don't really love anymore and you know you're not getting along and that's horrible and stressful and there's so many things I mean so you need to figure that out and get help for that you need a solution for that um, and then you know lifestyle choices can be a little bit easier so that's always a little little something extra I want to put in there to pay attention to right we've got to deal with the stress that the world gives us our inner world the outer world there's a lot there's a lot, and we need good coping school skills, not just food, people, not just food. All right, Jeff, I think that's it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, because that is, it's so important. I mean, we need to be able to uh, spend our days in the best way possible. Like, we only have so many, each of us, like, no matter oh. where we are in life. And you did that, you actually did that thing recently with the uh, little map of yes. your entire life and where you are on that little uh, piece of tape, say. And yes. it's very easy to forget that we only, nothing is forever. And we need to do our best. Like, do our best every day, but don't beat ourselves up either. Like, just. And yeah, I think that's really key, Jeff, what you just said. It's like, listen, we're just humaning. That's all we're doing. We're trying our very best. Every one of us will have bad days. That's okay. You learn from them, you grow. And you pick yourself up and keep on trucking. Jeff and I have, Jeff and I have success because we have screwed up a lot, but then we've learned from it, right? So we're successful people, but we have had lots of failures in our life, and I hope that you guys have too, because again, it's the only way to learn. When we fail at something and then beat ourselves up, well, that's not helpful to self-growth at all. I would expect everyone embraces failure here because if you failed at something, you tried. And that's what we're caring about. Being in the game means you didn't succeed. It means you're trying every single day. And every single day, life will bring you something different. And you got to roll with it. So some days are A pluses and some days are Cs and some days are D minuses. And it's okay. You're trying your best. And those are the kind of people that I want to work with. People that tell me they're perfect. Well, first of all, they're lying because that's impossible. Perfectionism is just another form of anxiety. And if you're trying to be perfect, I know you're not being kind to yourself. I know you're not. Because when you're not perfect, you're mad. And so stop trying to be perfect. There's no nothing like that. It's fun to work with messy human beings because being a human being is really friggin' messy. And it's amazing all the stuff you learn. And I love learning it from other people. They learn from me. When we're in those group calls, I'm always like, let me tell you what I screwed up this weekend. We laugh, we roll around, we move on, right? And then everyone's like, oh, good. Glad I didn't do that. Even Jill's a messy human being too. Damn straight I am and I'm proud of it. Makes me more colorful, I like to think. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a perfect note to wrap this week. Yep. So if you're out there with a question, the number is 773-789-8763, or you can send a voice memo recorded on your phone and email that to podcast at kidneystonediet.com. And again, you can find everything at kidneystonediet.com. All the paid resources, the group coaching calls with Jill, the uh, kidney stone prevention course, the kidney stone diet meal plans, everything is there, but also tons of free content, just like this podcast. We have, what are we? I think we're, I think this is almost 180 episodes into the wow. show. 
we're That's trying great. to yeah we're trying to just get as much information out there as possible to reach as many people in the way that they want to be reached so there's also the blog the email newsletter if you prefer to read instead of listen or watch and there's so many different ways so many different avenues that we're trying to touch on so whatever whatever suits you best or if you're sharing with a friend whatever suets them best you can find that at kidneystonediet.com so again thanks again for tuning in for liking subscribing for everything that you do and we'll see you next week yeah thanks for being part of this community we really value you guys so much that's a wrap baby <laughs> see you later